Are you seeking light, reflective reading for the summer? Consider my most recent publication, A Letter to My Sisters Reflecting on God's Promises. This 62-page workbook-style publication guides you through brief narratives, biblical insights, and reflective questions, all encouraging you to contemplate on your experiences from a spiritual perspective. To learn more and to order your copy, visit drveronicahardy.com and submit your order through the Order My Copy tab. Thank you. your story matters and can contribute to the lives of others. Stories of invention, stories of progress, stories of insight. Today we are joined by DeAndrea Crockwell, a graduate of the University of North Carolina at Pembroke Master of Social Work program and currently employed with UNC Health. In 2017, Ms. Crockwell was crowned Miss UNCP and she stood on the platform of physical and mental health fitness. Today, she joins us to engage in a conversation about eating habits and its effects both physically and mentally. Thank you for joining us on There's Power in Your Story, Ms. Crockwell. Could you share a little about your background with our listeners today? Um, well, hi, my name is DeAndrea Crockwell. Um, I'm a social worker at UNC Family Medicine. I'm currently obtaining my hours to get my license for my clinical social work um, license, and I love helping people. Thank you again for joining us. Um, A saying that I wanted to share that I often keep in mind is what happens on the inside shows on the outside. And this has to do with wellness, what's happening in our hearts, what's happening in our minds, um, and even what is happening to us physically. And I know your reason for joining us today is to mainly talk about overall health and also the effects of overall health and what we consume upon our skin. Definitely. Um, So actually, over the past couple of years, my body has changed completely. Um, We don't necessarily know why. Um, However, I have become allergic to so many different things, Um, whether that be milk products, um, coconut water, just some of the random things that you would probably never think of, I became allergic to. Um, So it's kind of using like some trial and error where whatever I put into my body will show up on my skin. So that's kind of how I've been processing things lately. Um, I can eat something and then randomly I'll see um, like these red, like kind of bumps on my skin. So it's just kind of learning my own body to know, hey, I might've intook something that my body does not like. So it's a learning process, but it definitely forces me to put my health first. Wow. It it sounds like we have the same story. (laughs) Um, (laughs) um, I'm 47 now, but once I turned 40, it seemed as if all these different allergies came. And again, if I would put something on my skin or eat something, again, I would get bumps across my face or different types of rashes. And it's interesting how you said coconut water, because even a lot of people now promote coconut oil 
for skincare and hair care and such. And I had put coconut oil on my face at one point and just completely broke out. And even when I eat it, I completely break out. So, and I used to love coconut. I can totally agree. Um, I was a big cheese lover. Um, so this was really hard for me to cut out all dairy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized it was something that I had to do if I wanted to focus on not only um, just my digestive health, but also my skin health as well. Yes. Changing the way we eat and stepping away from foods that we're so attracted to or, or um, really desire to take in was, was difficult. But I had a friend who had been going through the same thing for years. So she kind of gave me guidance and told me I had to go all the way back to basics and just start off eating leafy greens and quinoa. I think that really helped me to document and see what am I reacting to and what what does does my body want to take in. So with that, what were some things that you may have started doing differently after your allergies and reactions began? I started to eat less, which was actually one of the worst things that you could possibly do. Mm-hmm. Um, I became kind of afraid to eat different things because I didn't know how my skin would react. So instead of eating, I would just be like, you know what, I'll give it a break and then I'll eat something later that I know that I can't eat. Um, but eventually I realized that took an even or even more of a toll on my health. So then I started mm-hmm. getting smaller. Um, so then I realized, okay, I have to do something about this. Um, so I just went literally, like you said, back to the basics. Um, I ate a lot of rice, (laughs) a lot of Mm -hmm. greens. Um, I started to actually eat like a lot more chicken and just kind of eating more protein. And I've never really been a protein person. Mm -hmm. Um, But I knew that things that were clean, um, things that were, I guess, not full of like any preservatives or anything like that were the best things for me. They didn't make me feel like weighed down or anything like that. Um, So Pretty much like you said, going back to those basics was what really helped me. Um, and I've slowly been able to start gaining that weight back now. So mm-hmm. I'm really excited mm-hmm. about that. Sounds like you've had quite a bit of progress and personal growth. It's really just one of those things where for me, it was just uh, kind of getting to that point where I realized that even my skin health, if I didn't take care of my physical and internal health, I didn't realize how um, quickly that could actually take effect. Mm-hmm. You you had mentioned earlier, you used the word afraid of how your, your body might react if you took something in. Are you able to say more about what that, that fear experience may have been when it came to eating and what the possible results could be? Yeah. Um, so honestly, I've always had some type of, let's just say, uh, tug of war with my skin. Um, when I was younger, I was diagnosed with like a skin disorder. So I've always been dealing with that. Um, so it was always one of those soft spots for me. Um, it was definitely something that took a toll on my confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, so me being afraid, um, had to do not only with my confidence and my self-esteem because I didn't want to make any more marks on my skin. Um, I wanted to fight for that pristine skin. And I knew if I ate something wrong, my uh, goals or my progress would be right back to where I was. Mm-hmm. Um, and not only that, but just in terms of like digestive, um, I would have like a lot of pain um, in my abdominal region if I ate something wrong. So it wasn't just my 
I guess, physical appearance that would have a direct effect with it, but it would also be the pain that I would feel um, that also is just uh, a lot for one person at that time. Yeah. Yeah. And I think about how, again, what happens on the outside and it can be our, our skin. And like you even said on the inside, that physical pain, it can affect our mental health. You mentioned about wanting to have that pristine skin. And oftentimes when we have certain types of blemishes or scars or even I, I have eczema, so there would be the dry patch areas. And we, we view those as types of imperfections in us. And it can affect our self-esteem and our confidence and, and even our relationships, how we interact with other people. Overall, just how we see ourselves. So with that, I'm wondering how how did you address any address any issues around confidence or self-esteem or even how you perceived yourself? Oh, that's a good one. Um, so honestly, when I would have a breakout, um, especially if it was like on my arms or my back, I would not wear anything sleeveless. Um, I can tell you that for so long I've been at least a couple years <laughs> um, mm-hmm. that's been going on where I just would not wear anything sleepless. Mm-hmm. And then eventually I got to a point, especially with everything going on um, internally that I was like, okay, well, am I going to not wear sleeveless things for the rest of my life? Am I always going to try to cover it up with makeup or am I just going to, you know, what, forget it, just be myself. And, you know, whoever loves me out there for me, that's just the type of person that I'm looking for. Um, so that's kind of the point where I got to, where it's just like, you know, I can only be myself. Um, I can try to fight for that pristine skin, but if it's not for me, it's not for me. And I can only do the best with what God's given me. Mm -hmm. Um, so I kind of just changed my perspective a little bit on not trying to be perfect for anyone else, but being perfect for myself, Mm -hmm. being who like pretty much God intended me to be, um, flaws and all. Mm. And I love that you, you stop focusing on other people or what other people might think. And oftentimes we tend to assume what other people are going to think or assume what other people are going to or how other people are going to respond to us. But you, you brought the focus back into you more of this is who I am. And if someone receives me, that's beautiful. But I'm going to live out who I'm called to be and who I'm designed to be. And definitely I hear, again, that term we use in social work called reframing, kind of <laughs> shifting our thoughts, um, taking it out of one frame, which can oftentimes be negative talk that we give ourselves and putting it into a different frame. This is another way I can look at this. And this is a different way I can start approaching this situation. And you are able to start living your life differently as a result of changing the frame and changing the view and working to start accepting you. It's definitely been different. Um, I've actually forced myself to buy some like short sleeve shirts um, and even the ones without any sleeves at all. So it's definitely gonna be fun. And I've tossed away um, a lot of those long sleeve items just to kind of force myself to get out of that comfort zone, um, especially because I always felt, I guess, so uh, safe from judgment there. but it's, it's all work in progress. Have a long way to go, but I'm so far happy about how far I've came. Yeah, I appreciate how you mentioned about the comfort zone. And I've, I've listened to different talkings about we have to place 
ourselves in discomfort zones. Um, so we step out of that sense of safety and we put ourselves in situations where we don't feel as confident. And when we do that, it allows us to learn the process um, of the way we are thinking, the self-talk that we are giving to ourselves. And it also allows us to deal with the feelings that come up in those moments. And because we're learning the process and learning how to respond to that process, it strengthens us in our overall confidence. Like you said, with the buying the short sleeves, stepping into this other type of zone and wearing those sleeves, you're gonna be able to tune more into yourself and how you respond and do I need to reframe my self-talk as I'm, I'm stepping into this new part of myself and this different behavior. Um, I, I wanted to ask you a question about if you were to give advice to another individual out there, say whether it's about their eating habits, their, their skin, their, their self-perception, what type of advice or guidance would you give to them today? I would say, be honest with yourself. Mm -hmm. um, look at kind of what you're really feeling, like what you see in the mirror and how you feel about those thoughts. You actually have to really take a good look and kind of process those things. Sometimes those thoughts might make you want to cry. Sometimes mm -hmm. those thoughts might make you really happy, but, it actually takes you being honest with yourself first um, to kind of help yourself, I guess, in a way where once you know those negative things you're saying about yourself, you can actually start to, like you said, reframe them and say, you know what, I might look not look my best today, but I've known some great days where I've looked amazing. And it's just starting to like great. look forward to what you will be or what you can be. Um, and then just, congratulating yourself on the little accomplishments day after day after day. Um, baby steps. Baby steps mm -hmm. will get you where you want to be. That is assured. Yes. I'm wondering, have you ever journaled? I know there's a lot of talk about journaling in order to help us process or, or to strengthen our thoughts uh, towards ourselves. Is that something that you have done or is it something you might recommend for someone else? I actually have. Um, for Christmas, my sister bought me a passion planner. I have a planner that has everything week by week. It has a quote for each week. Um, it has a space for your dreams, your goals, um, and it's weekly. And then it also has like a way for you to process everything that's happened in the month. And it has like prompting questions with it as well. Um, but it's really helped me just to kind of stay on track with my own personal goals and then kind of track day by day like what happened. So I can go back a couple of months and be like, oh, wow, I was having a really tough time back then and look at how far I've came. Um, so for me, that's really helped um, in regards to journaling. It's just being able to see, OK, things always have gotten better. Hmm. So a passion journal. I like that okay. idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and also you mentioned of you're able to see, say, your, your progress or your process day by day. Oftentimes we can miss that as we're just living out our lives. We, we might miss the little steps, like you said, the baby steps and the growth that we have made, but being able to see it written on a piece of paper, again, that strengthens us to say, these are some other positive truths about me. Um, so with that, 
Are there any closing thoughts that you would like to leave with our listeners today? I would say just start embracing yourself. I think Mm -hmm. you start to live your best life um, when you just kind of let the cares of what you think the world perceives you as, just let them go um, because you're going to be a lot happier once you do. All right. Thank you so much for taking the time for speaking about this topic on There's Power in Your Story podcast. And thank you for having me, Dr. Hardy. It is important to place your health high on the priority list. Take notice of how what you are eating, drinking, or placing on your skin is affecting you physically and mentally. If you notice symptoms such as rashes, dizziness, stomach pains, swelling, visit your primary care physician. Begin to document when the symptoms occur and what you have eaten or even placed on your skin prior to. Overall, give more attention to understanding you and your health. Thank you.